Hello, welcome to Sip Tea with Ali. I'm your host, Ali, and it is Easter Sunday. Alleluia, he has risen. It is such a beautiful day here. The birds are chirping. Um, it The weather is beautiful, and my heart cannot be more full. Um, today is the day that Jesus conquered death, and he died for us but he rose again and he conquered death for us and it's such a beautiful day it is the most important day of the entire year and it's so good to celebrate it's so good to say alleluia and to be just joyful so i kind of wanted to talk about my lenten journey and some things that i want to improve on next lent and just some things that i am going to try to continue even in this easter season so i feel like when we give up things for lent in the catholic church we sometimes will go back to those things so for example i gave up sweets for lent and i've only done that once before um, that is a very popular thing for people to do. Um, people might be do, might be giving up sweets and something else. So I gave up sweets. Um, and I would normally try not to give up sweets because I felt like last year I didn't really have a big problem with eating because I was having trouble eating. I mentioned like two or three episodes ago that I was just very, very anxious to the point that I wouldn't eat a lot and my stomach shrank. And I was almost anorexic at one point. Um, Not anorexic, sorry, that would have been really bad. I was almost anemic at one point. (laughs) Um, They are very different. I mean, there are, you're still pretty thin, um, but they are very, very different. Um, But no, I was anemic, so bruising easily, wasn't even really eating enough, didn't have enough iron and stuff in my diet. Um, but I have gotten a lot better. Um, and thank goodness I was able to kind of fix some of my digestive problems. So, of course, as I mentioned before, I'm still on a dietary supplement that I have to take three times a day when I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I can tell a difference if I don't. Um, because it helps to it helps me to to digest my food better. So I mean, I guess I'm not completely fixed to the point where I, I can go without it. I have tried to go a, a few days without it before um just to kind of see you know what happens. And I will admit that sometimes it can be tough, but it again, it's a sacrifice that I can make to strive towards sainthood. But basically, last year, I didn't really have to, I didn't really struggle with that. Last year, I was very consumed in, like, music and a lot of different things. That was, I realized I was kind of unconsciously putting above God. And that's something I feel like a lot of us do without even realizing it. Um, And I know that I struggled a lot with that. That's why I just decided to cut it out of my life entirely. So 
I actually gave up K-pop for Lent last year, and I kind of, I kind of like got back into it afterwards. Definitely wasn't like heavily involved in it until the summer, when you know. I really had nothing else to do, so I would watch music videos, I would, you know, go on Twitter and different things like that, because Twitter is K-pop central, and I just realized that it wasn't helping my mental health at all. Um, Because I'm an empath, I, when I hear stories about people being in pain or having to go through a lot, it hurts me a lot, and I felt like at the time, there were a lot of K-pop singers from different groups that were struggling with a lot of mental health problems or were just very, very sick. And I knew it was because their companies were pushing them past their limits. And then I started thinking, okay, you know, I cannot give money to a company that supports this. I know it's part of, you know, their whole contract and everything but it didn't feel ethically right and time went on and it was around august or so and i mean i was slowly starting to get out of it and then it was august or so and i just was like i can't anymore and it was really it was difficult um but my favorite group was just starting to go downhill sadly my two favorite members um weren't very popular at all And they were putting certain other certain (laughs) members in the spotlight. And I felt like it was wrong because they were getting tons of intention just because they looked good or they thought that they were good at better at singing or something like that. And I felt, no, that's wrong. Um, And I just couldn't take it anymore. And then they released a music video that was very inappropriate to me. Um, and I said, no, I'm done. And it was really hard to say that, but I decided, no, I'm done because I personally didn't feel it was right in my heart anymore. And I just, it just didn't feel the same. And I was really sad after that. Um, I guess it was really difficult because I was a pretty big fan of this one group for two years, two, three years. Um, And I even got to meet them. I even went to a concert. And I will never forget that because I have really fond memories. But towards the end of that whole, you know, experience, I just didn't feel like I needed it in my life anymore. It was just adding stress. And it was just, it made me feel dirty, if that makes sense. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And so I felt like, Giving it up for Lent definitely helped with that, though, because it started to make me think last year, okay, wait, I don't need this to live. I don't need this in, you know, in my life as much. And I think the only reason I turned back to it was because I was lonely and I was sad and I was having a bad summer, <laughs> um, probably the worst summer of my life. And I was starting to get depression and all this kind of stuff so I was turning to those things to numb the pain if that makes sense and then I started to find healing elsewhere I started to find healing in reading and 
let me tell you guys, as I mentioned in my, I think it was episode 10, 12, I can't even remember, the one where I, I think it was 11, the one where I was talking about book recommendations, I told you guys that I wasn't really feeling the whole reading thing because it just seemed overwhelming and daunting and I couldn't stand that I was slow and everyone around me is fast. Um, so, you know, people around me were saying, oh, I finished this book and this book and this book. And then I was kind of like, oh, I haven't finished anything. <laughs> um, and I just decided to give up on it. You know, I read what I needed to for school and I, I read a little bit here and there for enjoyment, but it just never stuck with me. And then it wasn't until I picked up Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen that I started to find healing in the power of words. And it wasn't until I took this specific writing class last semester that I realized that, man, is writing healing for me and my soul and my and my anxiety because it allows me to kind of work out my own, you know, thoughts on a page. And I feel better afterwards because sometimes you realize that, you know, that one thing that was like bothering you isn't as bad if you're able to put it in a you know good perspective and that's why I found reading and writing so healing and then as I mentioned in other episodes I discovered Narnia and I don't know if I've ever like really talked about how I stumbled upon it but that's definitely another episode in itself but I found probably the most healing I have ever found in a book in my life. Um, it was insane. And I felt like there's been so many times that God has spoken to me through that book. And it has brought me closer to God. And I feel like basically if you want to use your time wisely, I feel like it's so good to one, learn something, and two, like, taking content and things that is healthy and that is holy and is Christian and, you know, can help you as a person. And it took me a really long time to realize that. But like I said, I felt like last Lent really kind of made me think of that. And I feel like when I decided to give up K-pop once and for all... I kind of was reflecting back on Lent and thinking, wow, like, I don't need it. And that was extremely helpful. Now, like this year, when, you know, I gave up sweets because, you know, Christmas and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I wasn't eating a ton of sweets because I, I know my limits and my stomach doesn't do very well. But like I was eating more than I was the previous year or two years so I I felt like God was calling me to do that and man was it hard because when no one else in your family gives up sweets like there's sweets around you you know <laughs> like it's like ah and I and I didn't always feel right doing it on Sundays I know the church um does allow people to do what they gave up for Lent on Sundays because they are little Easter's, as a priest said once. Um, but sometimes I wouldn't. I would always have like some sort of small sweet or 
just something that, you know, I've been craving and really call it that. <laughs> I wouldn't pig out or anything um, or have like chocolate and stuff throughout the day. But I noticed as time went on through Lent, like I was able to curb those like temptations and those desires that I had to, you know, grab for a piece of chocolate. Instead, I was grabbing for a an apple and, you know, maybe a banana or I had a lot of granola and yogurt and oatmeal, you know, things that were and honey as well, because, you know, things that were just healthier and just kind of naturally sweetened that weren't like, you know, genetically modified artificial sweeteners, all that kind of stuff that we as humans get addicted to. Um, and I also found that my tolerance to sweets isn't like very like high anymore because I used to be able to like eat quite a bit if I wanted to like maybe it was my birthday or something I can have like two pieces of cake or whatever but you know when I would celebrate something like during Lent and I would have a piece of cake or something I couldn't eat a lot of it because I was like man this is so so sweet so I felt like it definitely did serve a purpose because I personally was kind of like towards the beginning of Lent when it was like really hard I was like man it's kind of sad that I can't even like survive a few weeks without sweets, you know, it's like, but it's such a silly little thing, you know, it's like so many people are, you know, unfortunate and don't get to have like cake or something on Sundays. So I was kind of like, wow, like, so definitely served its purpose. And I feel like even if it was something just like that I might kind of turn back to, I know I'm not, one, I know I'm not going to do it as much. And two, I also felt like in a way it was helping me to overcome temptations. And I felt like because I was using that, I was able to do that elsewhere. So there were times where I'd be reading the Bible and I would just really want to pick up my phone. And I did it at times and then I feel guilty afterwards. But now I feel like I'm starting to slowly get better at being like, no, I don't need that right here and right now. Or like, no, I don't need phones in heaven. I don't need cake in heaven. You know, I'll have all that I need. But I have to strive towards that. And, you know, like if I become too worldly, that's just going to give me, make me, you know, spend more time in purgatory. And I feel like it definitely helped me to put things in a better perspective you know, and now I'm starting to ask myself, do I really need this? And so I felt like, wow, this is this is good. So it definitely served its purpose. And I think the only thing that still is bothering me is the fact that this Lent, I felt like there were certain things that I was struggling with that I said I was going to do um, that I did not do a good job at all. said I wasn't going to complain. I said I wasn't going to lose my temper. <laughs> I said that I wasn't really going to care um, about what other people thought of me. And I also said that um, I wasn't going to be over scrupulous. Guess what, guys? I did all those things. <laughs> if anything, it is really, really hard 
to get out of the habit of these certain vices and replace them with virtues. And the priest at the parish I go to had an amazing homily about this. I believe it was like um, maybe the Sunday before Ash Wednesday. And I was like, wow, this is so, this is so moving. Um, and I feel like it might have been like maybe two weeks before that. Cause I believe we were snowed in. Okay. I don't know, but he had an amazing homily about that. And I was like, wow, that's what I, that's something I need to add to my Lenten thing. Um, cause I was starting to think about, okay, what do I want to give up for Lent? And so I was thinking about that for, you know, a week or two before Lent started, like on Ash Wednesday. And I decided, okay, on Ash Wednesday, I was like, okay, I'm going to give up sweets, but I'm also going to give up these vices, or try to at least, and replace them with virtues. <laughs> I did such a horrible job. Um, overscrupulous um, was basically weighing things way out of proportion I complained quite a bit I felt like I was really tired a lot um and I was kind of upset that you know some of my breaks that I had weren't really breaks like our Easter break that is supposed to be this week is being replaced by the week we were snowed in and I'm telling you guys that was like that wasn't even a break, like, but now, like, our makeup week is this week, like, Easter week, so I'm like, (laughs) um, and another thing, too, is, like, yeah, I was just complaining a lot, like, I had midterms, I had, like, three, did I have three midterms? I think I had three midterms, I had a midterm for pre-calc, I had a midterm for science and then I also had a mid for anatomy and then I also had a midterm for western civ so yes (laughs) three midterms um and traveling and college visit which the college visit was absolutely amazing um very tiring though like even though we were gone for like less than 48 hours or about 48 hours I it felt like we were gone for a week (laughs) Traveling can be a pain, um, but just being there was beautiful and just amazing. But I felt like, yeah, there were a lot of moments where I just complained a lot about stuff like that, as I was kind of, I kind of am now. Um, I feel like, in a way, healthy complaining can be okay. And let me clarify: like, healthy complaining, I feel like, is when you are upset about something and instead of just keeping it to yourself you share it with someone to get their advice and get their input and you you and that person try to kind of work things out in a way or put it in a better perspective so that's what I call healthy complaining um I guess it would be okay and I did some of that actually um I did that with one or two friends and that helped a ton because it's not good to put things to the side and be like, I'm going to address this later. So if it's really bothering you and you feel like you need to talk about it, talk about it with someone, you know, I will always be 
you know, a shoulder to cry on or, you know, someone to listen to you and give you input if you need someone. Because sometimes I felt like I couldn't turn to people and do that, but I want people to know that they can turn to me and do that. So if you need someone, your girl got you. (laughs) Um, uh, So just keep that in mind. But anyways, you know, as I'm kind of like reflecting on this Lenten season, there were things that I learned and there were things that I really just did not do well. And that's okay. And that's why I wanted to come on here and just be honest with you guys. It's okay if you don't always live up to what you say. You should try your very best, but don't be too hard on yourself. That's another thing too, is that like, here I am like wanting to beat myself up because I didn't work on those things, but that's what I want to do this Easter season. So that's when I said at the beginning, I was like, okay, we're going to look at the good things that happened during Lent. We're going to look at the bad things that happened. And then we're going to see, okay, is there something that I can continue to work on during the Easter season and throughout the rest of this year or my life? And so that would be the whole working on what I didn't accomplish during Lent. So working on overcoming those vices and replacing them with virtues. So it's going to be difficult because those are those habits that I fall into. Um, I got in a lot of arguments with my little sister. I should have been the bigger person, but my temper got to the best of me. Um, And my sister and I can butt heads at times because we're just so different. And the age difference plays a part of that as well. But I love her so much. And she is literally just this ball of sunshine. Um, And I feel like she has been like one of my best friends. So you know, I feel like that's another thing I want to work on as well is just, okay, how can I be the best sister that I possibly can be? You know, how can I really just soak in this last year and a half that I have with my family before I go off to college and literally everything just flies by after that? You know, things are already flying by now, but it's like, I don't want to let this opportunity you know, go to waste, you know, I don't want to spend it, you know, arguing with my sister, but I mean, that's okay, because that's when you learn to work things out, and working things out is such a beautiful skill to have, Um, you know, just kind of being like, okay, you know, I said this, but I shouldn't have, you know, things like that, Um, you know, it's a it's a good skill to work on and every family goes through that and I think that's just you know it's learning to approach it or reapproach a situation in the best way that you could possibly you know approach it um and another thing too is I'm trying to remind myself okay like it's okay to turn the other cheek it's okay to leave a conversation um and you know a priest mentioned this in in like a homily like a few months ago it's like if you did something and you were like and Jesus and Mary were watching you like would you like <laughs> would you deeply regret that you know would or would you not do this if you were in their presence um, and I was like dang like God's always with me God's always watching and here I am like 
you know, complaining about something or doing this and that. And, um, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we need to like, be like, okay, before we say something or do something that we might regret, sit down, take a deep breath and be like, okay, like, and just close your eyes and pretend that like Jesus and Mary are like watching you. Like, would you still do it? Like when he said that, I was like, whoa, I never really thought of it like that. So I feel like that's something that I definitely want to try to like do in my life to work that little extra to that little exercise, you know, close my eyes and think that, um, because I feel like if you have a quick temper like I do, or if you, um, tend to complain about these certain specific things that you have to do, close your eyes and be like, okay, would Jesus and Mary be happy with me if I did this in front of them, right? (laughs) Of course, God's going to forgive you. We're going to make mistakes, but it's all about learning to get back up again. Just like how when Jesus fell three times when he was carrying his cross to Calvary, like he got back up again. You know, that's what we need to do. We need to get back up again and walk alongside of Christ. So I really do hope that you guys have an amazing Easter season and celebrate, you know, be joyful, be happy, and just really just, you know, soak in this time with God and just really recognize that he is just so good, that he died for you, that he loves you, and he wants you to draw closer to him, especially in this Easter season. And I hope I'm not sounding (laughs) like a cheesy video or something but (laughs) I mean it's true and he doesn't want you to feel unworthy of his love he wants you to run into his open arms and say thank you for what he did and ask for his mercy ask for his love ask for him to guide you through these difficulties ask him to help you overcome those things that maybe you didn't accomplish during lent and you know even though we're kind of like oh Lent is over and i can't do it you can always do these things you can always offer up these little things or work towards a certain goal because we should always be kind of living our lives like it's lent because sacrifices and in prayers and time spent, you know, with God are, you know, what is leading us closer to God. It's what is leading us to sainthood. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to do that, you know. It's in another thing too is like we're so fortunate that we're able to like worship God and freely worship God because there's people in countries like that for years like thousands of years have been persecuted for their faith and you know still are and it's really really sad when we think about that and we should really just thank God even more for this opportunity to freely worship him and again if you feel like 
you're uncomfortable like talking about your faith with maybe someone that doesn't have uh you know the same view as you ask god for the grace to do so you know ask god to send you the holy spirit to work within you you know it's such a beautiful thing to be able to talk to people about you know i guess their their views on certain things and I feel like God calls us to do that. He doesn't call us to be like, oh my goodness, you're a sinner, or oh my gosh, like you believe that? How dare you? <laughs> like, what happened to a society that allows you to freely speak about your ideas and you respect that person for what they believe in? You know, <laughs> like, there's no like hate. Um, but it's so sad when our you know, entire world is running on hate. Um, you know, what happened to people like philosophers, you know, that were able to debate people in in a beautiful way and were able to see, yes, we have differences, but how can we treat each other with respect during this debate? And I feel like that's something that we have lost in our world. So go out and spread the good news, you know, just like the disciples and the apostles and be proud you know be a proud follower of christ and spread the good news that he is risen i hope you all have a beautiful blessed fruitful easter season i am praying for you guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast here's a big easter hug and take care Hello, I am back, and I am here with my sister, Catherine. Do you want to say hi? Hi. So, <laughs> we decided to talk about, I guess, kind of... What our favorite things are. Uh, yeah, our, our favorites at the moment. Kind of give you guys an update from that one oh, yeah, previous have, episode. We um, have a YouTube channel now. Do you want to tell them about our? It's um, it's called Reap and Truffle Studio. She's Truffle Hunter from the Badger from Prince Caspian. Pa- Caspian. I had to say Caspian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, and then I'm Reap Sheep. Not a lot of people know Truffle Hunter. Some people forget about him. If he's a cute you... little badger. Look him up on Google. <laughs> yeah, he's really cute. Um, that's me. Anyways. Oh, and I posted an edit, an Easter edit today. I made it. We're going to be taking turns. So next, so we're posting every Sunday. So next Sunday, she'll have a video. I don't know which one I should do. she's already made her edits. So she has at least like five, no, four weeks worth of content. I have yet to make another edit. But I'm going to do uh, like... All three movies, one, and then, or I'm going to do a, um, yeah, or I'm going to do, the song's Run Wild, it's total, yeah, it's totally clear, there's no bad words or anything, it's 
because some people like see edits and they're like, oh, that's good. Till they actually listen to the real song. It's just See, that's the another thing, too. Like, it's like we would find a good song or whatever. Like we would find an edit with a really good song and you'd be like, oh, I like this. And you'd look up the song and it's like they only took the clean part sometimes. And they'd be like, oh, no. Well, I would always like preview it first before yeah. letting her listen to anything. Because I was like. That I've you can't listen asked. to anything. You just yeah. hear and think yeah. it sounds good. Because sometimes people, I was trying to tell her, like, sometimes people will just take out the clean part. So it's like, oh, if you yeah, want to listen really to it, like listen to the song. edit version. Yeah, we really like a song called London Boy, but they say... Yeah, by Taylor God's, Swift. They but they God's take God's name... name in, well, she takes God's name in vain, like, two or three times throughout the song. No, And I she's like done it... Once. No, she's did it. She does it, like, multiple times. And she's done it before in other songs. So... She does it in a lot of her songs, which is Yeah, bad. so, yeah, it's probably, like... Well, well it is literally the worst thing that you could do. You're breaking the first commandment. If you want to listen to it without God's name in vain, just listen to Heart of Narnia's edit with Peter London Boy by Taylor Swift. It's clear. Yeah, it's literally it's just, clear. like, the chorus. There, it's with, without yeah, the bad word. Yeah, and it's kind of long, like... Well, maybe, like, a, over a minute. Yeah, so it kind of... Also, Heart of Narnia has great video edits, like, Narnia video edits, so... <laughs> they are tearjerkers, my friends. <laughs> Anyways, she actually she like, um, she actually a big got, inspiration. Yeah, she got to interview her for her school... Yeah, Heart of Narnia interviewed me for this big Narnia project she's doing for film school. So I thought that was pretty darn cool. Um, And she even, well, she has a video from William who played Peter. She even got to interview. Anna. No, she didn't get to interview Anna. Didn't he? She She was able to interview Will, actually. So that that was pretty pretty cool someone man else, <laughs> someone else some other youtuber um interviewed anna oh um <clears throat> narnia webb interviewed anna mm-hmm. popowell who plays susan in december um we were actually out of town and i was getting ready and they had it and i was like so excited so i listened to that when i was getting ready and the ending was just it was it made my heart full. It was really, like, it? maybe emotional. They, um, they probably recorded it, like, maybe end of November. Because it was posted pretty yeah, early on in November. Cool I mean, in December. On my birthday. So <laughs> um, but, yeah, and Narnia Web was a really cool... They have a really cool podcast called Talking Beast. So good. Um, and they have interviewed the cast members on there over the years. So if you want to just check that out, feel free to. I think it's really cool to just kind of, like, so many people grew up with the Narnia movies. And then it's kind of like, wow, like, the cast are, you know, in their late 20s, like, early 20s, late 20s, and then, like, early 30s, um, like the Pevensies. So I think it's just kind of crazy because people are like, oh, you know you're getting old when <laughs> when the Narnia kids are, like, old are like much older you know so so or like settling down themselves which is kind of crazy so let's start with some questions sure um like what's your favorite um we could do like i don't know maybe what's your favorite truth or dares would you rather i don't know we don't want to do it long um we could probably do a little bit of both 
Um, so what's your favorite? We're gonna do what's your favorite first. What's your favorite show right now, Allie? I think you probably know that answer. Um, we, my dad discovered this show on BYU TV. We have it on the Roku, mm-hmm. and it's called Mallory Towers. It's oh, you so agree? Good. Is that your favorite yeah, show? It's so good. It's so good. Um, it's actually based off of a book series yeah, called I know, Mallory Towers. I, I want to get it. It's on my birthday list. I want to get the book. Yeah, I want to too. It's um, really good. Series. The thing is, maybe like maybe we could get it for Christmas because it's kind of yeah. like a. Maybe it's like eighty like, something dollars for the whole book series if you want oh, the original one. It's probably because. It's you a much find, older series, yeah, and it's not very popular. I think it might have been printed in the 50s or so, so it's 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 older. But it's, like, post-World War II. Yeah, but, um, it takes place at this boarding school of, with these girls, and it's in, you know, in England, in the countryside. It's it's really good. It's very yeah, entertaining. Watch out for the mean girl, Gwendolyn. She is mean. Oh, yeah, the mean girl, she Gwendolyn. She me. She's she annoys. She's a little bit nice. But she's been she's getting still, slight but she still gets into she's trouble. slightly better yeah, but Gwendolyn she goes by Gwen she is uh such an annoying character yeah she's been getting better she's been nicer I know that she'll probably now. come the end of the first no yeah end of the first season she'll get better they, I they think, haven't released it but people lots of people are saying they're probably gonna make a new season well they have a green light on for like this for season two, so I'm really hoping yeah. that it, that they would probably. Because we only have three episodes left. I know. I say we just wait, because <laughs> I don't want to be sad. Because I got like right now, I'm still like very frustrated because but I want season two of All Creatures Great and Small. We can't. We can't. We can't the PB. Yeah, then it's PBS masterpiece drama. And I'm like, I need it. You can always, like, rewatch the show. I probably should... Well, actually, I don't know if I could rewatch it on you PBS. Because I don't think it's I, like, available anymore. I kind of don't pay attention to the show. And she forgets the characters' names. And I don't... Well, okay, she's great. It's small. No, I... I, it's been months since, well... I, I know all months. of them, and I barely pay attention to the names. Okay, I forgot one of the character's line. names the other day. And I, she was like, how one. dare you? It's because it was her favorite character, Helen. Helen is my favorite character. We took anyway. a quiz once, and I got Helen, and I was and like, I, I got can see Tristan. that. And he's my favorite character. He's a funny character. Yeah, so... so if you need I, shows to watch... Watch All Creatures Great and Small, very wholesome, as well as Mallory Towers, very wholesome. It's on BBC Mallory Towers too. is just very clean, it's fun, like, yeah. family-friendly, has a little bit of suspense, has humor. There's a lot of, like, uh moments, or like, oh my like, goodness, did she really like, just say that? And she, we, like, both of us kind of have characters that remind us of us. Yeah. She, um... There's a girl named Mary Lou in it. <laughs> Mary she, Lou is like my spirit animal. No, she's like not I, an animal. She's I'm a girl. Yeah, that's I she, know. Um, she has glasses like her. She has blonde, straight, kind of curly hair that's kind of long like, like her, hair. like you. Um, she and looks like a little like, me. It's kind of scary, and she acts yeah. like a little. <laughs> yes, because she's kind of scared of all things. I mean, I don't. 
I don't I agree with you. Some of this stuff's scary in life, but um yeah. I just try to not think of things, but she kind not of let gets, do his thing. <laughs> yeah, so that's how she's kind of the worried person in our house. Yeah, I'm the worrier. Yeah, I I, worrier, the warrior. Um, what, what character do you think I am? I don't know. Possibly Daryl. Yeah. She's very sporty and outgoing, like me. I, yeah. And she gets into little mischiefs like me. Yeah. And so. I actually got her in a quiz, but it's like, it's not a scamming quiz, like, where everyone gets <laughs> Gwendolyn. I, not Gwendolyn, uh, Daryl. Because people are saying I got, like, Gwendolyn and things like that. No, I took it and I got Daryl, too. I think yeah. the reason why I am kind of like Daryl in that show is because she has a very quick temper and sometimes doesn't know how to control it. I don't think I would ever do what she does, though, because she has some serious Anger issues. problems. Issues. 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 Okay, anyway. Let's go to the next one. Oh, do you have another question that you want to We're going to do like what? three of each, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, What's your favorite... I don't know, like... Stuff, animal, movie, painting. <laughs> painting would actually be cool, like, by a famous person. Oh, that's actually a good question. Um, I, like I actually like Monet's Water Lilies. Um, it's good. actually a big series of paintings. Um, they might all look kind of sim- similar, I but like, it is really cool I to I like this them. really cool one. I don't know what it's called. One of them is the haystack. The haystack? It's very plant, plant <laughs> and stuff, but it's a good one. I like some of them because we actually got to do it in my co-op art class I did. We got to paint Starry Night. A, Starry Night's really cool. Um, the haystack. Actually, we had to do Wait, like which a painting whole is it? Special. Is it this? Yeah. I kind of like that. It's really pretty. I like the colors. Yeah. Huh. It's painted in 1873. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's like a bridge and a really pretty picture, like a lake and a little forest and things is it like that. Popular or? It's a pretty popular one. I don't know what it's called. It's like a bridge and a pretty little lake with pretty trees and flowers like a garden around it i don't know what it's called hmm. oh yeah and i like the wild boy the wild boy <laughs> look it up is it seriously a painting <laughs> it is <laughs> Wait, is it no which one yeah the wild boy that's it's not this not what, thing. That's <laughs> not what it looks like in Ned's the Classified School Survival Guide. Oh. Ned's the Classified School Survival Guide. <laughs> I thought that was one of your favorite shows at the moment. Yeah, that's It was actually is really good. That's him. He actually got to be him. <laughs> actually, Are actually, you sh- wait. No, they have the painting. I don't know where it is. <laughs> 
This is just the episode. Isn't um, that the last episode of this show? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. It's in the end. Which she spoils. I guess we can just get rid of this. Um. Yeah, we can't find it, but it's it's what Ned dressed up in. They don't show the paint. Head right there, the scared. Oh Anyways, well, we can't find it, but yeah. yeah. Just We're watch trying- the last episode of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. I like how like it's clean. It- it's not really crude. I mean, yeah. there's some crude, like there's a character <laughs> named Timmy Tutu. He has the worst sure stuff ever. Okay, it is a little like gross at times. But it's extreme. Yeah, but they're all like, ew, to that. No, haha, to it. Yeah. Like, lots of crude stuffs, like, when people laugh about, like, poop. Okay, let's not Gross talk about things. that. Yeah, let's not talk we about that. We should set stuff. it out. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so, so, another question? I guess. I guess one more. Painting one? Um, what's your favorite? Favorite what? Pillow. Hello. <laughs> I'm joking. What's your favorite type of candy? MyPillow.com. Is that a real thing? That's the MyPillow guy ad. It oh. plays at the end of the ads. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, I would say favorite candy, like Easter candy. No, just, just any candy. Even if it's not Easter. Everyone's going to think I am nasty and I am a grandma, but I am actually a grandma. <laughs> um, what's your, what is it? Uh, black licorice. Ugh, it's I like, actually oh good. Yeah, I, I like grandma to, candy. Let's do that. Black licorice. Um, Way better than red. Okay, butterscotch and, and black brother. licorice. I am uh, Everyone an old in our house... Is obsessed with butterscotch. I have an old soul. Well, me and my brother have been begging my mom when she turns her grandma to have butterscotch in her purse. <laughs> what for our kids? Yeah, but I'm. I don't. Okay, know what candy would you have in your purse for your grandkids? This is the question that I feel like it's the best question in this entire show. Butterscotch. I would totally do that. Yes. All right, so we had to stop and go do something, but this concludes our episode. Um, We have things to get done, so we won't be able to do all the questions that we were wanting to, um, but that's something we can do in another episode. Just gives us more ideas and more content, Um, because Catherine's kind of like my co-host, so... um, Yeah, I hope you guys have a great Easter, and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.